everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And this is a very exciting episode. This is where we are talking about our top 10 favorite Hallmark Christmas movies on both Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries uh, for 2022. Uh, it was a lot of movies to watch, but we did it and it's very fun. We had a great time covering the season. And so we're excited to talk about our favorites and our favorite holiday movies, I should say. And uh, I'm film critic Chris Wagner and Megan is here. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. I'm really yeah. excited to talk about these movies. I think Hallmark did such a good job this year. I really think they hit it out of the park. I think so too. There weren't that many that I really disliked. Pretty yeah. much all of them. I was either like, that was solid, you know, or I really loved there were yeah. a few, there were like three that I wouldn't watch again that I didn't like, but for the most part, I liked almost all that they did, which is pretty impressive for any studio. Really impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely not how I felt in years past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Hallmark, but what? I, I listened to your interview with, um, with Samantha. The, with Samantha. And I was like, okay, now I see why this year was so good. This lady gets it. She gets us. She, I felt like she sounded like one of us. And I, yeah. I was like, wow, like it made me feel like we're in good hands. <laughs> yeah. If people wanted to check out that interview, it was with Samantha DePippo, who is the uh, head of programming uh, for Christmas uh, with yeah. a Hallmark. And so that was really fun to get. That's something I, I worked really hard to get that interview. So y'all should listen. <laughs> Yeah. She tells a really fun story about three wise men and how that got made. Yeah. That, yeah. It was just, it was, she was great. And I mm-hmm. really feel like the, you know, the Hallmark movies are in good hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was a great season for, for most of the network. I mean, it was great for Lifetime. It was great for Hallmark. It's just been a real fun time to be a Christmas movie fan. And, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was hard to come up with this uh, top 10 list. I really went back and forth uh quite a bit me too I like like scratched it out and then like I have all these scratches <laughs> on my page because I'm like I can't then my first my like top three I felt like were pretty easy but the the bottom ones yeah were harder because I agree like, oh. my top five were pretty easy yeah but that bottom five was the hard yeah part. yeah totally. mm-hmm. well uh do you have any I guess honorable mentions that you want to share or no, uh, yeah so uh I, yeah, there were a lot actually that were really close that were fine for that 10 spot for me, a big fat family. Christmas was one. My Southern family. Christmas was one, uh, Christmas class reunion was one. I really enjoyed that. And a kismet Christmas. Those think were the, the, the ones vying for that number 10 spot for me. Yeah. A Southern family Christmas didn't make my list, but I did like that movie. Mm -hmm. And the other one that didn't make my list that I was like, was going back and forth was, um the royal nanny mm-hmm. thought that was cute but yeah it didn't quite make my list well you'll see it might make mine okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well let's dive in uh let's uh, share with us what your number 10 is so my number 10 is the cookie catastrophe mm-hmm. uh with rachel boston i think i might like this more than most people mm-hmm. um i just thought it was really funny i thought Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud at the part where like the kid is helping her <laughs> kind of like stalk the person they think stole the recipe. I just thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I love Rachel Boston and the last few movies I've had seen with her have kind of been misses for me. So I was excited that I like this one so much. Mm-hmm. I do like her. She's, you know, just such a great Hallmark star. So I thought it was really cute movie. I, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, her and Victor had nice chemistry. It was a fun mystery. Uh, and uh, it, there were some pretty uh, good red herrings in, like, especially the the head of the board. When she, when they find her, like, they find, when she finds them going through her stuff and she's like, oh, we do, you know, see what we're doing here, you know, and kind of <laughs> and stops her. Like, that was all, all well done. It was yeah. fun. Uh, it was a little slow for me at parts. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it definitely, I can see why it would make your list. Yeah. Something kind of new. 
that mystery, those mysteries uh, that we got from a bunch of channels, like on Ion, they had, that's all they did was mysteries. So that was, I mean, it's just been kind of in the air. I think ever since Knives Out, uh, everybody's trying to get on the mystery bandwagon, whether it's Hallmark or or um even you know feature films and and uh there were so many mysteries this year <laughs> at the theater yeah uh, so yeah we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast from the writer of such hallmark channel hits as hitched for the holidays and lights camera christmas and last year's award-winning rom-com novel the last birthday party comes the acclaimed family drama the mother i never had It's the moving and powerful story of LA landscape designer, Nate Cronin, whose father dies, leaving Nate an orphan at 30 years old. But when the provocative and mysterious Amy enters Nate's life soon after, it sends him on a devastating journey to unravel the truth about his past. The Mother I Never Had, which Town and Country Magazine named one of the must-read books of fall 2022, It's a novel that asks readers to consider what they would do if they found themselves faced with a parent they never knew existed, and if they could accept the secrets and lies that kept their away for a lifetime. The Mother I Never Had is available through all local and online bookstores, and there's a special Christmas sale, uh, Kindle copies 20% off through January 2nd on Amazon.com only. Be sure to use our affiliate link in the description below. Well, my number 10 was a really strange one, but I, I enjoyed it. It's Twas the Night Before Christmas. It was okay. my number 10. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, I thought that they had really good chemistry and I thought the story was bonkers and I kind of <laughs> had fun with it. Uh, yeah. I, I liked Tori and Zane a lot. And I we actually got an email just today, believe it or not, from uh, the from these people that they let me find it so i can read it that evidently this mock trial is something that actually happens we got this i wish we'd had it for the recap but it said uh he says his name duncan crary says i'm so glad you enjoyed hallmarks was the night before christmas i'm the creator and co-writer of the trial before christmas the mock trials held in a real courtroom in Troy, New York, to determine who really wrote the account of, of a visit from St. Nicholas. You can watch, uh, and he gave us a link, uh, it's christmastrial.com. The original oh. mock trials were even wilder with more ghosts than the Hallmark movie. And at the beginning of the video are a few short scenes from the actual Victorian stroll in Troy. So that kind of was fun. <laughs> yeah, that is really fun. That that is so funny. Yeah, I, it was cute. She was really good in it. Yeah. Um, I liked that her character was kind of like, it kind of like a Hallmark star because uh-huh. it was like she was like a childhood star who is now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's true. I thought that was cute. Well, you and you know how much I love local theater. Yes. And uh, so that was fun. The community spirit with it all, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, <laughs> I, it was just kind of bonkers and I had fun with it. Uh, something new, something fresh. It was creative. Uh, so it ended up at number 10. I went really back and forth with a big fat family Christmas. That was end of my 11 because the first time I watched it, I was a little bit bored by it, but then the second time it just hit me and the, I thought Tia Carrera was so funny in that movie and, uh, as the mom and, uh, it, I think it had a really nice heart to it uh and you know of course it's about another photographer hallmark (laughs) photographers (laughs) so that was my 11 but uh but i i really enjoyed it was the night before christmas and i think that they often wait for one of the best uh, that last weekend i feel like yes they do yeah which is interesting the reward the true fans (laughs) stick it out but uh what is your number nine Number nine is Royal Corgi Christmas. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really cute. Obviously, the dogs were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, now I'm, I'm blanking on the actress's name. Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, She's Hunter just so darling. Yeah. Um, I loved her interview with you. I thought, and so maybe that influenced me liking <laughs> the movie a little more. But um, yeah, I just, I thought it was really cute. She looked so beautiful in that dress that blue dress at the end and I thought they had good chemistry again it was just kind of fun um yeah movie 
Yeah, I had this in my top 20, so I did enjoy okay. it. I thought he was very dreamy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they should use him again. He was really good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And those dogs, I mean, come on. They were so cute. Little mistletoe. Yeah. And I love that there was like an evil corgi handler. Like, (laughs) it's just so silly, but it's fun, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoyed it too. Uh, So my number nine, I I think you'll probably have a lot higher. Um, And I did enjoy it. Uh, It's um, Hall at the Holly. I have it number nine. Yeah, I have that way higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was refreshing. It was something different. I would not want all homework movies to be this silly. Uh, it was very close to verging on too much for me, but I still overall, you know, enjoyed it. Especially Melissa Peterman. I thought she was absolutely hilarious, and you could tell she ad libbed a lot <laughs> of the lines. Like I, I, one of the best moments of the whole season was when Lacey tries to hug her and she's like, it's like both people have to be involved in the hug. I don't know that whole scene. That was so funny. And, uh, yeah. And then the Eric maybe as cameo, uh, was so funny. The yeah. so surprising. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, and, uh, and that was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, it just, it had enough laughs, uh, to, to, to win me over, but, uh, it, it, it just ended up at number nine because it was really silly, <laughs> really silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I love the scene with Melissa Peterman or sorry, what's her last yeah, name? Peterman. Um, yeah. Peterman, when they're at the, um, Christmas tree lighting and she's standing next to Lacey and she says something like, I, I don't want to blame you, but I do. Or something yeah. like that. that was <laughs> pretty much every single so line hard. of hers was so funny. So I, funny. I loved her so much. <laughs> yeah. Bring her back. Yes. <laughs> and it was all filmed like 10 minutes from my house, which is kind of fun. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what is your number eight? Uh, my number eight is my big fat Christmas. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't love it the really title. Good. I think we should stop using the word fat. Uh, <laughs> I just don't like this. That's like, fair. But I loved, I liked the movie and um, my gosh, that song at the end when she sings, Yeah, I was bawling crying. Like <laughs> I was definitely crying at the yeah. end. I think that's one of the reasons that I got on my list is because that last scene, I do, I did hear people say that they wish they would have explained why she hated the party a little bit sooner in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, explaining that bullying situation. Mm. But I thought it was, but you know, when she does, when they do explain it, it like makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. Well, and I think we've all been there where we've lost something and we're in something big, something important, and we just feel terrible about it. And I really felt for her there. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah, when she loses the money. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and and you know, I've talked a lot about Oh Holy Nights, how it's usually a like I cringe usually when yeah. I hear that someone's gonna sing it because it's such a hard song. But it was one of the most effective Oh Holy Nights in recent memory because not only did she do a great job, she totally nailed it, but it also was so significant to the story. So it wasn't just like Sometimes I feel like people pick that song to kind of show off a little bit and be like, mm-hmm. look how great a singer I am. But that's not the case here. Like it actually mattered to the story. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I loved it. it yeah. Was, that was really good. Yeah. And Cantonese, it was right? In San Francisco, which I live in the Bay area. So mm-hmm. that was fun. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It was really, I thought, oh, and he is so dreamy. The, yeah. He was great. Oh my God. And his they accent, should keep using him. Yes. And I love that. I loved his accent. I love that they just let him have his accent. Yeah. Like, there's no need to change people's accents here. Like, right. Let's all just use the accents that the actors have. <laughs> and like, let's not make British people American and American yeah. British. Like, let's just make them, you know, just keep them the way they are. Yeah. I know a lot of people that was a deal breaker <laughs> with Jolly Good Christmas. It wasn't for me. I actually had it at 15. I enjoyed it. Uh, it, I thought it was a fun story and, uh, I enjoyed both the actors and, uh, but it was totally unnecessary. 
it just didn't need they, they didn't need him to be American. There was no reason. Yeah, so it didn't make any sense. It didn't like, make any sense. But they, uh, they just, yeah, but I still I yeah. enjoyed the movie. Me but too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. I enjoyed it. I just feel I feel kind of bad for that they did it to him because it's like just let him be British. It didn't. Make yeah, sense. it was weird. It was weird. And I and I think he said that she was actually from New York. Uh, and so she had to put on a British accent, oh, which God. is funny. Yeah. yeah. So he was, from, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, but big fat Christmas was family. Christmas was a, a win. It was, it was mm-hmm. an, a Tia Carrera. Like, oh, like I said, hilarious. So I laughed. Yes. She, she is was so great. good. And I was like, where do I know her from? And then yeah. I Googled her and I was like, oh, she's the lady from Wayne's world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope they bring her back. Uh, yeah, because she was she was so great. Mm-hmm. Well, my number eight is the Royal Nanny. Your honorable okay. mention. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just charming and something new, something we haven't seen before on Hallmark. I love Dan Giannette. He's uh, Janot, I guess. He. I loved his interview. I loved uh, talking to him, and uh, I don't know I just thought he was great in this. It was kind of nice that they made him the uh the brother of the princess instead of the the prince you know so mm-hmm. it was sort of a different position for him and his relationship with the kids was very sweet and uh you know all the espionage stuff was a lot of fun and uh and so i would definitely encourage them to keep exploring these other ideas yeah creative it was, yeah, was it was really cute Mm-hmm. And like all the hijinks of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, cute. The kids were a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah, I had that at number eight. But what do you have at seven? Hanukkah on rye. Ah, very good. Yes. I thought it was really well done. Um, I didn't see it coming, but like twist at the end that they had like mm-hmm. the same, we can do spoiler alerts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They had the same vodka recipe. I didn't see yeah, that. That was coming. fun. Like I, and yeah, the battle, the bubbies, it was just, I mean, um, Julie Sherman Wolf just hit it out of the park with that one. I think, um, I'm not Jewish. Um, so, you know, I can't really speak to that, but I enjoyed it a lot. And I thought it was just such a good movie. I thought they had good chemistry um the whole letter writing thing yeah um it was funny and cute and I want to see more like that mm-hmm. yeah yes I have it much higher so oh, okay. yes <laughs> <laughs> well my number seven is lights camera Christmas okay I really enjoyed this one I liked the chemistry between John Brotherton and Kimberly Sussman. I think that's a great match they mm-hmm. both have a certain like sarcasm and as somebody who's a film critic, you know, like I've been to film festivals and stuff. And so, uh, the setup of kind of a premiere, I thought was kind of fun, creative, uh, them taking questions and, and I, uh, love Laura Solstice as her mom being this like fan girl. And that was really funny. Have you seen the, the, yeah. oh, I, you know, lists all these movies and, uh, <laughs> the, the behind the scenes was fun. I had, uh, you know, seen like, the um the craft services and and some of the other stuff like i think they could have even leaned into it more and i do think that the uh the hollywood christmas on hbo max was even better uh mm. than this uh and it was a similar idea and that was actually shot on the warner lot in mm. la in in burbank i didn't see and, it yet. what's it called oh it's called it's called a hollywood christmas really funny okay yeah and like i think it would have been even funnier if this if this whole thing was taking place in the summer and so you'd have all of the the uh the grips and everybody all in shorts and t-shirts and that you know they're in the the winter clothes and like i think they could have even leaned into it more but what we got i found really fun i thought john brotherton was very charming i loved the scene where they were dancing on the set you know they have their, like little date i really enjoyed that we get a kiss there uh and uh, i loved the ending it was great <laughs> a little wink to the camera yeah. uh so yeah it's uh my number seven 
Yeah. I actually have that one as my number six. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it too. I thought it was really funny. I thought I love this, how he's like always wearing sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in that scene when they're, when the mom is naming off all the movies and then Kimberly's like, oh, they all, they all blend it, blend together for me or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's so funny because so many people say that to me about homework movies, you know, yeah. like, like, oh, they all seem the same. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> they're not to me. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, especially this year, uh, yeah, you know, there's exactly. that meme that keeps going around from 2017 showing all the, the, yeah. the people in the, in the green and red, you know, things. And, uh, and, but this year, I mean, there's been, there was a lot of variety. I think people would be surprised. I really me do. Too. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Like we said, I, I, I really liked all the variety mm-hmm. and, yeah, I think that the lights camera Christmas was just really, really funny. I did. I also, at first I wasn't sure about like the flashing back, but then I mm-hmm. thought it really worked well. And it was actually a good way to keep the story moving. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes in the movies, they, you know, kind of lag. Um, so it was a way for them to like a storytelling device to get the, the story moving. That yeah. Way. It was creative and it was creative. some people say that, oh, his character was too much of a, of a pig, but like, that's how he's supposed to start out. And by the, like, he's kind of cocky and full of himself yeah. at the beginning, but by the end, he like admits that he was wrong. And like, you see it, character growth, character right. arc, yeah. <laughs> he changes and grows. That's what we want in characters. Yeah. I heard people say that they thought the ending was rushed, um, but hmm. yeah, I still like yeah. it. I didn't think the ending was rushed because yeah. we, because we've had all this time in between, like she's moved to LA and everything and she's working in costumes. And so, right. uh, I, 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 I don't think that, but my number six is, uh, is a holiday spectacular. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. I was very hyped for it because I love the Rockettes and I have great mm-hmm. nostalgia for the Rockettes because of going to see them with my grandma uh, and they're just so fun. And so I really enjoyed seeing the dancing, the camaraderie behind the, uh, between this, the dancers was really sweet. And the relationship, uh, the main relationship was really nice. And uh, I think well done. I forget their character names, but anyway, they, I thought they had nice chemistry and it was just nice to see that relationship. And yeah, maybe she was technically engaged, but it was so, you barely saw the other guy and, and it was kind of a, they almost, I don't even know why they needed that. I guess they were trying to create tension, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it didn't bother me that much as far as like emotional cheating or anything. Uh, and it helped, I think it helped that it was like in the past and it was like yeah. a, an, almost like an arranged marriage. So it felt yeah. like it was like a little bit easier to swallow because in the past, like women didn't, or, you know, didn't right have in the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that helped. Cause I was like, why do I not care about it as much as I cared about it in other movies? And I think it's cause it was set in the past. Yeah. I think so. And she was just so obviously not invested at all. Yeah. in it and uh, I get that this is not historically accurate I understand that critique uh but for me uh I I still enjoyed it and uh enjoyed the seeing the Rockettes and the dancing and and uh I thought it was refreshing to see Hallmark take on a you know like a period piece and uh and do something different and just all the dancing and and to have Anne Margaret on board narrating was really fun uh, so yeah, it's had to be number six. Yeah. It really made me want to go see the Rockettes. I was like, how have I never seen them? Like yeah. the toy soldier, the whole thing that, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. The kick line, everything. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It was good. It didn't make my list, which I'm surprised. I'm like, now I'm like, why, why is it not on my list? But, um, it was, <laughs> well, yeah. and evidently on Christmas Eve or Christmas day, one of them, they, they aired a director's cut. Oh, I saw that on Twitter, but I didn't, I missed it. I missed it too. Cause I had no idea until, uh, I saw some people tweeting about it. Yeah, what is that? So yeah. that, uh, maybe one day I'll get to see that. Cause I definitely would love to see that director's cut. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. 
Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right. Well, what is your number five? Okay. So my number five, please don't hate me, everybody. I not saying I didn't like it. It's just I like other movies better. I feel like everyone else has a sense much higher, but um, my number five is three, three wise men and a baby. That's my number five too. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Cause I was like, Oh my God, people are going to be like, why is that your number one? Look, it was, it was cute. It was great. The, the, you know, the three actors were awesome. It's I mean, I basically gave funny. perfect scores to all five of these top yeah. fives. So yeah, we're talking very top fives high. Are so hard yeah. to rank because they're all so good and they're all kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I have um, three wise men and a baby as number five. Yes, there was so many funny parts, uh, and I was I was grateful because they didn't make like the male characters doofuses. Like they 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 were maybe not like the best at finding the correct diapers and stuff like that in the store, but other than that, like they. They were, I don't know, it would just been easy to be like, men are stupid kind of in this type of situation you sometimes see with, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit nervous about that, but, but they didn't like, they, they figured it out and they got it and, and, uh, they were funny and, and, uh, and I enjoyed all three of the performances and the dance was incredible and, uh, the writing was really funny and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just not as much a romance and that's always going to be a little bit more my, uh, my cup of tea if I was, you know, nitpicking. I mean, they do have the romance, but, but, uh, but it's less, you know, it's more about these three brothers. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that'd be the only reason I think I have the other four a little higher is, uh, they have a little more romance and that's more my, my favorite. But I really enjoyed it, and I I thought it was very funny, very well done, a nice camaraderie between the three brothers. I felt like these three men felt like realistic single men in their yeah. 30s. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> living at their mom's house. And, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, especially <laughs> Tyler, like Tyler. being this gamer and everything like that. Like, I've never seen a guy like that on Homework Channel. No, yeah, that was so funny when he was like talking to like um he was like you're 11 now, dude or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he gives him 50 we gives the kid $50 for the oh, for the Yeah, that was the, too. Yeah. And then the it's scene like, where this generation's changed. <laughs> <laughs> this generation is different. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> scene when Tyler's holding the baby and he's like going up and down and up and down and like um while he's talking that was so funny the da- mm-hmm. like dance um yeah Tyler got baby. most of the jokes Tyler got most of the jokes yeah but yeah. I liked Paul and um Fiona uh, oh they had great they chemistry. were fun they were cute he was really good in that yeah she, she was she really brought like an extra special like, yeah the, when she brings over that casserole <laughs> Yes. And the whole, like him being a pet therapist was so funny. I'm just like, what? Like who thought of that? It's yeah. So great job. Paul Campbell. (laughs) Really sus dead. And I think, don't you think we're going to get three wise men and a lady? Oh, I mean, I guess the baby was a boy. So I don't know how they. Three wise men and a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Three wise men and a Maybe three wise men and babies. 
babies. Okay. Maybe. Maybe a sequel. They... Three wise men and an elf. Three wise men and an elf. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely one of the highlights and it was just super fun. And the fact that we liked it as much as we did with such hype, I think says something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cause there was a lot of hype around it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what's your number four? Inventing the Christmas Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just loved this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and it definitely was one that I was like, did not not excited about like I didn't think I would like it um as much as I did because the synopsis didn't make any sense (laughs) you know yeah the synopsis is like what (laughs) but then the movie like did like it it made sense why he would go along with it because he didn't want to you know yeah leave the job because you know so that made sense I just thought he was so great the little girl oh my god yeah, she's she cute was one of she's the best really cute. little girl she definitely wins best best little kid in Hallmark <laughs> this season for me mm-hmm. she's darling the end scene when he's all dressed up and they get in the in the in the um like in the, like a carriage ride it's just the yeah whole thing I like that she worked in STEM I just thought everything about it was just so it was cute and funny and I really enjoyed it. My only problem with that movie was I didn't actually think the chemistry was that great between oh, the really? two of them. Hmm. Yeah. And I felt like it took him too long to kind of switch over. He was so awkward. And I don't know if that was, if they were trying to say he's like on the spectrum or something, but he was like very socially awkward. I thought like in dealing with his employees and yeah. and her and, and I felt like they needed to make that switch to that a little bit sooner in the screenplay for him to be interested in her and to kind of sell the ending but i still overall enjoyed it and it was cute and the little girl i agree was very very adorable so i think my well i loved the kids in the royal nanny i thought they were really good and then uh the little girl and kismet christmas i thought was adorable Mm -hmm. those are probably the those are probably the uh the the top kids top kids (laughs) top kids but now we're ranking, we're ranking kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so my number four was actually the holiday sitter. I okay. thought that this was so good. Uh, I, I loved the humor, uh, Jonathan's performance. I thought it was charming. I could see how some people might think he was a little over the top, but I, I enjoyed it. It made me laugh. I uh, I thought they had really nice chemistry. I loved the family feel of it all. Uh, I loved that whole scene with him and his sister, and explaining that uh, he has to, he hasn't sometimes flipped that switch of allowing him to think about these options in his life. I thought that was really well written. Tracy Andrean did a great job uh, with the script. Uh, all the little subplots I thought worked great. Um, and you know, with his sister adopting that adorable baby was so cute. And, and, uh, and then him helping the nephew with the play to impress, uh, the name, the neighbor's, uh, niece. Um, I really liked, uh, the neighbor, uh, with his brother. That's those scenes I thought worked really well. Uh, and I'm talking about, uh, uh, when he says, he says, oh, I don't think he can be the kind of person that I need. And he says, well, he was just somebody who gave up a big trip to, to, to watch his niece's nephew. Maybe he's not that far off. That was really good. And I, I, it's not just because it's the first gay rom-com from Hallmark. It was legitimately done well. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I thought really well written really well done wonderful family feel and it just made me happy watching it same i have that one as my number three oh um, because yeah i i agree the the kiss was like the best kiss i think yeah like i was like wow that's a good kiss it was so good, <laughs> it really was. So good. yeah so yeah i thought it was really funny i thought um jonathan was good great in it i thought i agree the conversations were real i it was nice to see, you know, her adopting or was it adopting or yeah. Adopting. Yeah. They were there to meet the birth mother uh, for for the, yeah. 
Yeah. That's I, unique. It was just all, yeah, it was unique. And I agree. It's not just because it's the first, it was also extremely good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did a really great job. Um, and I love that, you know, behind the scenes, you know, we had Allie directing it. Yeah. That was cool. Um, so yeah, I just feel like they did a really good job. I'm glad that they did it. And, you know, it was great. It's, it's such Mm -hmm. a cute movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my number three is, uh, my number three is in Mary measure is my number three. I loved this movie. I, I thought that, uh, having Brendan Penny through the nerdifier machine, as I said on the podcast was so fun. He was great as this nerdy teacher. Uh, and I love Patty Mirren and I, I thought it was so well-written and I loved, uh, having Russell Han- Hainline on the podcast, uh, talking about his experience. Uh, this was his first script that he ever did. And I thought that was a very, very good interview and one of my favorites of the year. And, uh, and so that kind of even added to it, I think a little bit, but I just really enjoyed, uh, the banter in this one. I thought that the near kiss was so well done. It was actually intentional. We understood her perspective, why she wasn't kissing him, but she wanted to kiss him. That was great. I thought the relationship between her and her sister was really good. Well done. Uh, and, uh, I related to it quite strongly because I had a teacher in high school who was a choir teacher who was really set on winning. That was the priority for her. And so I definitely, this whole, these students that don't make the team because, uh, you know, whatever reason, um, and her kind of, uh, it just made me wish that I'd had something like that. Uh, when I was in high school, cause it would have meant so much to me. So emotionally it kind of it worked for me and, uh, and, you know, I love Patty and I thought they had great chemistry. I loved the final kiss in this movie. I thought was great. I just really, it's one I could imagine watching over and over and over and over again. Yeah. I agree that the relationship with the sister was so cute. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a definitely a good movie. It didn't make my list, but I agree. It was, um, really well done and yeah. I liked it. I did like it. Yeah. Yeah. People should definitely listen to that interview. I, I thought it was just a really good kind of breaking down why certain tropes work and why, you know, mm-hmm. why he made certain choices and, and, uh, I, it was just, it was a really good interview. So people should check it out, but, uh, mm-hmm. but what is your number two? Okay. My number two. Very exciting. Is, I know it's Hall out the Holly. Uh-huh. I just yeah. loved it. I thought Lacey did a great job. Like we talked about, Melissa was amazing oh. in it and so funny. There were so many funny moments. I've already seen it at least three times. <laughs> I've already watched it three yeah. times. I just, it's like, it's just such a feel good movie. It's like, it's just yeah. the parents and the whole thing. It's just so over the top, but yet so funny. Yeah. Like um, I wouldn't want all Hallmark movies to be yeah. that way, but having one in this mixture was very mm-hmm. refreshing. It was, it yeah. was. And I thought it really brought out Lacey's strengths. I think, um, you know, sometimes she can be a little like um, flat mm-hmm. and this was like, it was like a whole new Lacey. I was like, Who yeah, is girl, she's now she's definitely the queen of my hallmark. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're the queen in my heart now. <laughs> and it was interesting in her introduction in the interstitials yeah. for this. She said, this is my first comedy from, uh, from Hallmark. And which I thought was interesting that she saw that as, uh, you know, that she didn't, that she saw this as a distinct, different kind of film yeah. than the others that she's made. Cause technically, I mean, the others that she made would, except for the ones on movies and mysteries would count as com is romantic comedy. Yeah. You could see that this was distinctly different. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I, I think Samantha, mentioned that in the interview too. So I think they were trying to like, Oh yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of like get that across to the audience. Um, yeah. And the yeah. cameos were so good. Oh my God. The Christopher Paloha one. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> because the thing is that made them so effective is that they, they were so surprising. Like when we see Kimberly Sested in three wise men and a baby, it's fun, but it's not really surprising because yeah, she yeah. obviously has this it. relationship. She wrote it. Uh, so, but I had, 
I didn't think there was any connection between any of these people and Christopher Paloha or Eric Mabius. So when they show up, it was just kind of like, what? Yeah. You know, it's not like they've done movies with like Christopher's never done a movie with Lacey, you know, or yeah. West to my understanding and same thing with Eric. And so it was just so surprising and fun. Yeah. It was nice to see Christopher because his movie was so early in the season. Yeah. It was nice to see him back. I was like, oh, okay, good. Cause that, yeah. I actually was just watching from last year, the Dickens holiday. I yeah. That one was that. so good. But yeah, Holla the Holly. Great job. So funny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it every year for sure. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies merch store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable Hardy or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, my number two is the ghost of Christmas always. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm a big Christmas Carol fan. I love Christmas Carol. And that was just like on the mind this year. You know, I mean, there's always Christmas Carol every year, but this year, especially there was the animated Netflix one. There was, of course, Spirited with Will Ferrell. And, and uh, I mean, so random that we would get two movies about the ghosts. That's so crazy in the same year. But if I had to pick as much as I love the Pasco Paul songs, as much as I really enjoyed Spirited, it was in my top 10 just movies of the whole year. But if I had to pick, I actually think that Ghosts of Christmas Always is even better. It, it just has, it's a little bit better script. Like Spirited kind of loses its way in the middle and gets kind of convoluted. I still really enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, but this, I think, is a little bit tighter, the script. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, I just really enjoyed the story. I thought it was very clever, very heartfelt. Uh, and I, I, Kim Matula, I thought she was so good. Uh, I, I'm excited to have her part of the Hallmark family. I hope we get to see her again. And I thought that she was just perfect casting for this. She had like the old soul. She felt like somebody from the fifties to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or whenever it was. Yeah, back in time both of them did I thought they both had sort of old souls I actually didn't really need them to end up together or to be a romance uh even though I said you know that uh three wise men and men could have had more romance but um (laughs) but with this one I actually didn't necessarily need them to get together at the end and I think that they could keep making these ghost movies and have like different subjects every year Mm -hmm. but you obviously wouldn't have them (laughs) have them fall in love every time that would be weird but i i i i think that they could do that and i loved all of the ghosts i thought they were all really good and i thought the whole uh ghost world was really creative and fun and and so yeah it's one i can definitely imagine watching every year as well and uh i i just really enjoyed it so yeah me too yeah all right this is the big moment what is your number one movie of 2022 hallmark my number one is ghost of christmas always it was just (laughs) i mean and it was came out of nowhere like i'm even surprised i'm surprised i watched it live because it was kind of early in the season it was like around halloween i think Mm -hmm. and i just it just hit out of the park for me. Like I yeah, it was so good. Had all the feelings. I laughed. I cried. I, you know. Yeah. I forgot that it was on Halloween, which was perfect yeah. to do a ghost story. How clever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was just so funny. It was like, um, the, when they like, when they get flashed or like a pulled back, you know? Yeah. And, um, I just thought she, like when he, when he asks her how she died and he's like, Oh, is that, does everyone ask you that? She's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was so clever, like the little clues that you get mm-hmm. about the, um, 
about the grandma yes you know through the when they go to the um the center community center and there's her mm-hmm. picture there and you get like and so I, I haven't been able to watch it a second time but I think it would be fun on future watches to kind of look for all those clues yeah and, and I just think Zach Hug did a great job with the script the script was just yeah. so good and and the acting everything it was just it was a perfect mm-hmm. for me it was the perfect Hallmark Christmas movie it was like exactly what I wanted it was yeah. fresh and new but still had you know the, everything we love it had Christmas mm-hmm. it had you know yeah it was yeah romance yeah. And really the writers were the stars of all of our picks. You know, we had Tracy and Dreen, we had Julie Sherman Wolf, we had Gary Goldstein for like Scammer Christmas. We got Russell Hainline, uh, we have Kimberly Sustom, Paul Campbell, Julie Julie Sherman Wolf. I mean, it's just Zach Hug, great writers. Yeah, because that's what makes the difference. Like, yeah. you know, I mean. They don't have huge budgets, so yeah. it's like, and that's not really why we watch them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just developed this pool of incredible uh, romantic comedy writing talent. Yes, they really have, and they. I feel like they were writing for us this year too. Yeah. Like it felt, it felt like everyone. Like you can tell that the, these movies, especially these top mm-hmm. ten, were written by people who like these movies <laughs> you know yeah. like to write these movies mm-hmm. it, it felt jo- like the writing felt joyful it felt like you know very kind of we're in on it too you know especially like Blaze camera christmas i don't know the whole yeah the, i just and it, it was really cool this interview has not aired yet and won't okay. uh, it'll, it'll be coming but i interviewed uh the um brian rubery who wrote single and ready to jingle for uh for lifetime and he said that he has listened to every single one of our writer interviews and taken notes because this was his first successfully public successfully created screenplay and uh and and that just was so cool so exciting to hear and i i do think that uh we have celebrated the writers in a way that gives me a lot of uh pride uh, mm-hmm. that, cause I think that they are so amazing and they deserve all of the praise. Uh, I and, agree. Uh, and so, yeah, well, speaking of writers that we love, <laughs> Julie Sherman Wolf is definitely one of them. And for oh. me, the number one movie, uh, for Hallmark, uh, Christmas season was Hanukkah on Rye. And I, I struggled a little bit with that because I was like, how can I have a Hanukkah movie as my number one for Countdown to Christmas? That feels so weird. But it yeah. was best. It, it was, was the best yeah. one. It was you really know? great. For yeah. me, it was Pretty so good. good. I thought that script was tight. I I would feel comfortable showing that to anybody that is open to romantic comedies at all. And I think they would be like, yeah, that was well done. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one of my friends, Matt, he... um. He had never seen a Hallmark movie and he watched, uh, he watched the holiday sitter and then he watched Hanukkah on Rye and he was like, wow, these are really actually really good. I, I didn't know that I would like Hallmark movies. And I'm like, see, I told you. Yeah. And I absolutely loved this. I thought it took the, um, it actually goes way back to a play called perfumery, which then was adapted into shop around the corner which then there's also the good old summertime and then uh, you've got mail. And of course there's been many others, but that story on Broadway, it's called, she loves me, which is so good. If you ever get a chance to see it. Uh, and uh, it's just a story that works. This idea that two people are writing each other, falling for each other, and they know each other outside uh, of that experience, you know, so both things yeah. are happening. It just works. It's a great story. And here it worked. They had incredible chemistry. I like the fact that they didn't actually make them hate each other mm-hmm. in the alter- in, in real life, because uh, yeah. sometimes that's the that's the way they go. That's what we have for shopper on the corner and for you've got mail. That they don't like each other, uh, but in this they actually were like really digging each other, which was a fun wrinkle because they're they're writing, doing this to to support their grandmas and. Uh, but she's getting more and more it's like, I'm not, I'm interested in Jacob, I think was his name or something like that. Anyway, interested yeah. in, uh, and so she, right. When she writes that breakup letter to David, I was like, Oh, it was so good. 
and he's trying so hard you know it's not like it's not like one of those cases where you know business is business or whatever this is he's he wants to make things right so bad because he's like so fallen for her and that was just all very swoonworthy and i really appreciate the fact that they did not try to explain hanukkah Mm -hmm. to us because that's the thing with movies is that like most of the time you don't need the situation to be explained to to you you just need to know what it means to the characters right Mm -hmm. so like if i'm watching i'm one of my favorite movies this year was a movie uh, about a family in iran Mm -hmm. i don't need to have a back ground of everything in Iran and what's going on in Iran. All I need to know is what is happening to the characters and why is it important to them? Right. Yeah. It's the same way here. I don't need to necessarily know all of the backstory of the different prayers or, you know, why they do certain things. All I need to know is, okay, it's important in this scene to these characters right now. And I really appreciated because I, when that annoyed me last year is they literally had a character that was at the Hanukkah celebrations, not that's not Jewish. Their, her whole role was just to be the person everyone explains everything to. This is why we're doing this. And this is why we're doing this. And I was just like, this is so like boring and just not, I didn't like it. And so I really appreciated that they just told the story and they didn't feel a need to explain Hanukkah to, to me. Yeah. Or explain, yeah, latkes or any, yeah, like, any of it. Not, yeah. I mean, yeah, and they had- some exposition as far as in talking about the grandmas and the history of the side and some of those things, but mm-hmm. that was worked into the script. You didn't yeah. need to be like, let's sit down. and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, come on, everybody knows about Hanukkah. It's not yeah. like you have to be living under a rock. Like, yeah. I mean, like, we get it. <laughs> like, yeah, we might not know like the intricacies of the prayers and other things like that, but we don't need to know. Again, all we need to know is that it's important to the characters uh, we know what a menorah is. We know, exactly. you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I really appreciated that too. And I just loved these two leads. They were so, so good. I mm-hmm. uh, totally bought their chemistry, their romance. Uh, I liked that there wasn't really much of a, like, how dare you lie to me kind of thing. Like she, it was a little confusing, like her conflict of why she got so upset, but I, I kind of, she felt, I felt like she sort of knew she'd been stupid. And so then it didn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh, and they made up and the battle of the boas wow. was so fun. And and then the, yeah, the twist really worked mm-hmm. with them finding out that they had this that connection. So funny when they're eating it and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> they're exactly the same. the same. Yeah. I, I laughed so hard. I did not see that coming. Like I just did yeah. it. I don't know I, if everyone else did that. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I thought, mean, yeah, it was so good. It was really, it is really, you're right. It's just such a good movie. Yeah. It was so well written and well executed. And uh, one I can imagine watching every year. It's going to be hard to top. I mean, yeah. it's like, how do you make a better Hanukkah movie than this? I yeah. don't know. Right. If you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. We did it. Uh, well, <laughs> um, so we have, I asked on Twitter. Uh, okay. what everyone's favorites and we got tons of answers so I won't be able to read all of them but I'll read some of them uh, so uh, Tommy Field says holiday spectacular next stop Christmas and haul out the holly so next up Christmas was from last year but nevertheless um, and we have uh, Shan saying three wise men a holiday spectacular and Hanukkah on rye uh Michaela Britton says Hanukkah on Rye, a holiday spectacular, and time for him to come home for Christmas. Uh, did we have any movies and mysteries on our list? Either one. I don't think I we did. did yeah, I neither thought. one. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like I just wasn't in the mood for like sad movies this year because yeah. the dog passed away and I've been kind of sad oh, about that. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just me or but I, I want I wanted joy. Yeah. My highest movies and mysteries is I had gift of peace at 16. Yeah. I thought yeah, that, that was one very was well not, done. Yeah. No, that one was good. Oh, I should have done that as my honorable mention because I did think it was a really good um, faith-based movie yeah. for faith-based movies. Um, yeah. And then I, I had the it, holiday stocking at 20. So I yeah, guess those were my was, two highest. Yeah. yeah they yeah. were, yeah, just, I don't know. I, like I said, I just think for me this year, I wanted 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and they were just so good, the comedies this year, yes. that, you know, it was tough. Uh, yeah. So Brian R., he says, Three Wise Men, Hanukkah and Rye, In Merry Measure, uh, Music Chick 8604, Beth says, uh, Ghost of Christmas Always, Three Wise Men and a Baby, and Holla at the Holly. Uh, um, Sandy, let's see here, no, I lost it. Um, NML says, Holla at the Holly, Three Wise Men and a Baby, Jolly Good Christmas, Honorable Mention, The Holiday Sitter uh hillary moore says uh time for him to come home for christmas and three wise men and a baby uh akf says three wise men and a baby the holiday sitter the most colorful time of the year getting the shout out that one okay was, <laughs> that one was bonkers that one was, that was, so it was fun to cover <laughs> oh my god for your origin story oh my goodness that movie was complete bonkers yeah it really was <laughs> it was so fun to tweet live with that movie yeah just like wait what is going on what are we all watching together i'm telling you he's gonna become yeah. superman <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh melissa kazwicki says ghost of christmas always halt the holly three wise men and baby i mean those are clearly the top three um and yeah. adam editor says inventing the christmas prince was so good uh suzanne gannon says my grown-up christmas list the royal nanny and three wise men and a baby um let's see if there's any other unique ones we get a lot of the same yeah i uh, mean the top three those three were clearly the top uh yeah. um deb johnson says three wise men and a baby a holiday spectacular and hanukkah on the rye um uh, our friend uh let's see i lost it where did it go Hold on. friend terry she said three wise men and a baby haul up the holly and a kismet christmas shout out there yeah uh that was cute uh our friend thaddeus he says uh ghost of christmas always three wise men and a baby and hanukkah and rye mm, yeah yeah um so let's see uh christmas radio says haul up the holly ghost of christmas always and the royal nanny Okay. Yeah. You know, shout out. So anyway, there we seriously got so many responses. It was amazing. So I'll put a ah. link down to that thread, Twitter thread. Make sure you're all following us on Twitter because you don't want to miss when we when we do that. And uh, we have this Saturday coming up our uh, January preview with Greg McBride and Jax. Uh, a lot of fun. And then we also we always pick a movie that has New Year's in as a as a significant scene uh a significant part and so we're actually uh we actually recapped the um first sex and city movie because oh. there's that new year scene you oh, know that is. movie yeah, yeah. Okay. anyway so that's coming up on saturday that's our little new year's eve gift to to all of you and uh, yeah so let's go over our top 10 list before we go uh my number one hanukkah on rye two ghosts of christmas always Three in Merry Measure, four the Holiday Sitter, five three Wise Men and a Baby, six a Holiday Spectacular, seven Lights Camera Christmas, eight the Royal Nanny, nine Hall of the Holly, and ten Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay, so mine uh, number one I had Ghosts of Christmas Always, number two Hall of the Holly, number three Holiday Sitter, number four Inventing the Christmas Prince, number five three Wise Men and a Baby. Number six, Lights, Camera, Christmas. Number seven, Hanukkah on Rye. Number eight, My Big my big Fat Family Christmas. What yeah, was it again? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They changed it. It was originally My Big Fat Chinese Family Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, they changed, changed it. it. Number nine, I had the Royal Corgi movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Royal Corgi Christmas, I think is the official yeah. name. Um, I just call it Corgi movie. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, I had a cookie catastrophe. Yeah. So we were pretty close. Really. Yeah. Pretty similar. close. But it was yeah. nice to have a few different ones. You yeah. Know? I was afraid. I was like, oh, God, what if we have like the exact <laughs> same list? Yeah. How boring would that be to listen to? So I'm glad that we had a little bit of <laughs> yeah, a little different. Well, let us know in the comment section what your lists are, what you think of our picks. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And you can follow us again on Twitter. And Megan, where can people find you? So I'm at Twitter, Megan D320. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. 
And uh, you can follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media, except for Facebook, which is down, disabled. We're trying. We've done every, we've tried everything. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll someday get I it even, back. We might I, not. I even texted my cousin who works for Facebook. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. So we'll see. But follow us everywhere else. Uh, yes. <laughs> except for Facebook. Uh, but yes, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group. That's the best way that you can help us is subscribe for the Patreon. I think you get such a bang for bang for your buck uh, from the Patreon. And this month we're having James Denton as our watch along guest. And we're going to watch Kiss Before Christmas. So that's huge. It's going to be so fun. So join the Patreon. You won't regret it. And uh, then we also have the merch store, which is a lot of fun, has some great uh hardy's postables hallmarkies inspired merch so please take a look at that we sure appreciate it and uh thanks so much megan and we'll talk to y'all later merry christmas thank you merry christmas <laughs>